might turn out that if there is literally no space in your routine for anything other than the baseline content production, perhaps you need to look at dropping down the content production. Welcome to Design Life, a show about design and side projects for motivated creatives. My name is Charlie. And I'm Femke. Welcome to episode 108. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about setting a monthly focus. It is the new year. Welcome to 2018. Hopefully you all had a nice break and celebrated Christmas and chilled out for a little while. And this year, we want to kick off the podcast with talking about monthly focus. So last year, I think we kicked off 2017 talking about goal setting. And instead of doing that again this year, we want to talk more about how to focus and structure your year, maybe talk a little bit about prioritizing or how do you choose what to focus on. And if you've listened to some of the episodes in the past, you will have heard Charlie talk about her monthly focus that she tries to set each month. So I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about that as well. But let's first start with catching up. It's a new year. At the time that we record this, it's actually still 2017. So we're (laughs) like a little bit in the past. But I imagine, Charlie, that by the time this episode comes out, you will be having a lovely time down under in New Zealand. Yeah, I think when this episode comes out, I will be somewhere in the South Island on a road trip. So I'm really excited about that. Kind of nervous about driving, not gonna lie, because in case anyone didn't know, I only got my driver's license this year in September. So, you know, (laughs) but I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. And I'm looking forward to taking a break. And I've already made a lot of plans for 2018. Because like we said, it's the last like last little bit of 2017 right now recording this. And so, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to diving in in the new year after this break that I'm having and making it a good one, I guess. Mm-hmm. How about you? Nice. Yeah, for me, I am totally like entering downtime chillax mode at the moment <laughs> as we record this. It's, uh, it's very close to Christmas right now, and I've just completely decided to chill. Uh, I think, I don't know, something about the fact that it's so dark right now uh, just has me in a very sort of sleepy, tired mood. And so I've not been getting up at 6am lately. I've really been letting myself catch up on sleep. I've put my newsletter on hold for a couple of weeks. This podcast, we're not going to be recording for a couple of weeks over over the break. So yeah, things are really starting to slow down, uh, which... I've kind of been looking forward to actually. Usually I feel a little bit anxious about slowing things down and feeling like, you know, maybe I'll fall behind or people will not remember me when I come back in the new year. But I don't know, this time I'm I'm really embracing it. So yeah, I think I think it'll be nice. I'm looking forward to it. I just remembered something that is not a good segue or anything related to what you were saying, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I just remembered something that by the time this episode comes out uh will be live and like news that I can tell people um and that is that I'm going to be speaking at Craft and Commerce the ConvertKit conference Ooh, this year. Oh, exciting. Congrats. Yeah, so that's something I'm going to be doing over the like Christmas break that will have already passed by the time you hear this blah blah blah. But um I'm going to be like planning the outline of my talk and things like that. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be having downtime but also thinking time. <laughs> how, how do you feel about that because I know that sort of generally as a goal you've been wanting to do more public speaking I'm so excited about it fam honestly I yeah was honored when Nathan asked me and because I know like 
the quality of the conference from last year was just so high and so I'm just honored to be included in that Nathan thinks that I'm worth having there you know so I'm really excited about it also of course very nervous and uh feeling a lot of pressure but (laughs) in a good way like this is the kind of pressure that I want to have because I've been setting this as my goal hey goals Mm. there you go that's a good segue (laughs) how about that Well, I think it's awesome that you're going to be speaking and I'm sure that this will not be the the first and the last, uh, or the last, I should say, the last conference that you speak at in 2018. Yeah, fingers crossed. I have some some plans in the works. Do the Mr. Burns fingers there. Imagine <laughs> you're doing that. <laughs> okay, so monthly focus. Shall I talk a little bit first about uh, like my experience with this? Because it is something that I've been doing off and on for 2017. Yes, please, because I'm sure there's some people listening who are thinking, what is a monthly focus? So please do share. Okay, so I started doing this idea of a monthly focus when I realized that I just have so many side projects on, right? And if if I tried to push them all forward at the same pace and in the same time, I wasn't really getting anywhere with any of them because they could all move just a little bit forward each month because I had so many things to do, right? That you just can't physically push every single thing as far as you want to if you're spreading your time across all of them. Uh, So rather than letting one get super ahead, I would just be focusing on trying to bring them all forward equally, you know, and spending equal time on them. And so this idea of monthly focus was meant to like accomplish a thing with a certain side project. So for example, one month, my focus might be on getting ahead with my video content. So that means that for the month, I will focus on filming and writing and editing videos to have a buffer in place. It gives me an opportunity to like really focus on something and push it forward and make real change and improvements with it, which I don't feel like I'm able to do when I'm focusing on everything at once. Um, and yeah, it does mean that it comes at the expense of some other side projects, like perhaps uh, other things wouldn't be moving ahead as much that month and I wouldn't feel as successful with them, but it's okay because I've moved forward and like achieved something with this other side project that I've been working on. Does that make sense as an explanation? Yes, I think that was a really, really good explanation. And Something I was thinking while while you were speaking, which you kind of just answered at the end, was how do you like make that sacrifice? Because obviously when you choose something to focus on, something else has got to give. And I think, at least for me, that's the hard part. That's the difficult part where totally. you have to choose and make this decision of, okay, well, something's got to give. What am I going to give? And how do I decide what that's going to be? Because... I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure you're similar like me where I just want to make sure that everything's still going full steam ahead and I don't want to make a sacrifice. Yeah, I, that's definitely difficult and I still do struggle with it sometimes. But I think it was after the first month that I tried this and saw how far ahead I was able to get with something when I allowed that to be the focus and allowed that to be the filter to where like, okay, uh, first and foremost, I'm making sure that I'm working towards this one focus, this one goal that I've set. And if I feel like I've made progress to that, I can work on something else. But this is going to be my focus. So if I only have an hour's worth of time, for example, I'm going to work on that instead. So in a way, it's really good because it helps you decide what to work on, right? Like once you have that focus set, it's pretty easy to set your priorities for the month because you're just trying to achieve that one thing. Yeah, I I can definitely see the benefit of it when it comes to priorities and maybe deciding what to do because it gives you that focus for like a bit of words on what you should yeah. be concentrating on. But how how do you make sure that your other projects don't fall behind? Like yeah. 
that's something that I struggle with understanding. If I, I've never set a monthly focus, I've never done this before, but it's something that I've been thinking about maybe trying in 2018. But I am worried that if I do start it, how do I make sure that basically that the monthly focus that I choose is right or is a good one and that the other stuff doesn't fall behind and and what do I do in the situation where the other things do start to fall behind do I then forget about the monthly focus and you know focus on bringing the other things back up to where they should be or like what do you kind of do in that situation so I think that you need to have what the base like the bare minimum is for each of your projects so for me that is one video a week like shot and filmed and perhaps if video isn't the focus that month there'll be super easy videos where I just turn on the camera and talk rather than like a tutorial that will take extra editing time because that's the bare minimum right is just have something going up Mm -hmm. that I feel is useful to my audience same with the podcast the bare minimum is we record and upload an episode each week um you know you need to know what that baseline is because you do want to keep doing that but it's where your extra time goes is is in this monthly focus so when i was focusing on my patreon for example i let other things like projects fall to the wayside like redesigning my website doing that alternative artwork for singles project that i worked on uh, i think it was in 2016 now but uh those things like drop off to make room for the monthly focus. So it means it's a way to have, if you have all these ideas, right, you can't work on them all at once. You can let your projects tick along if they're a consistent thing, you know, like our uh, podcast or perhaps like your newsletter, you'd still want to be putting one of those out each month. But with your monthly focus, you're setting time aside to work towards a bigger goal with one of your side projects. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this would be good for me because I, how do I explain this? I guess for me, I feel like in 2017, it was a year of kind of doing the bare minimum, if you know what I mean. Like hmm. I didn't necessarily launch any kind of product or like. Apart from our community. Okay, our community counts. <laughs> but I mean, personally, like non-joint yeah, yeah. side project related yeah. things. You know, I, I didn't start a YouTube channel, for example, which is something I've talked about several times. I didn't, uh, you know, create a onboarding resource for my email list. Like I didn't really do any projects. I kind of just kept ticking along the whole year. At least that's kind of what I what I've felt like. So I wonder if setting or trying to set monthly focuses will actually help me do more sort of project stuff for myself. Like one of the things that I've been wanting to do is do a new website for myself. I'm currently on Squarespace and I've been on it for a little over a year now and I've kind of hit the like, you know, limit of of what I can do with it and I want to kind of push my website a bit further. So that's something that I've been wanting to do. Another thing that I've been wanting to do that I kind of did start last year was the learning to code. And I not only want to learn to code, I want to be able to build something out of that. And actually those two kind of go nice together and building something and, and doing a new website. So I wonder if the monthly focus would help me with sort of pushing out these kind of more project related side project things that I want to do instead of just doing the bare minimum of like a podcast each week, a, a newsletter each week, etc., etc. I really think it would. That's another reason why I started it as well, because I felt like I was getting caught up with the the bare minimum, like I was saying. We have to remember too that our bare minimum is still a lot. It's pretty like high. Producing, <laughs> producing a podcast every week on its own, that is a great thing. You know, mm-hmm. we have to remember that and give ourselves a pat on the back. But <laughs> 
yeah, I was wanting to do more. And I felt like I was in a routine with my content production, you know, and it would be really easy to just do that. But I wanted to push myself further and like get these bigger goals achieved. And so, yeah, having the monthly focus has really helped with that for me. Um, Mm -hmm. It forces me to prioritize my ideas because like right now, for example, my two biggest projects that I have on the go outside of like the regular content production is designing and selling my font and redesigning and updating my website. And so I can't focus on both of those things at one time. Like there has to be one thing that is your main priority, right? Like that's just the way it goes. If you've only got five minutes, which thing are you going to choose first? Like you have to pick one. And so I've decided that my website is going to be the focus for the start of the year before doing the font, because I feel like that is more necessary to like have my online presence to be something I'm proud of because I'm kind of ashamed of my website right now, to be honest. It's so good. It's really good. eh, It's quite old now. Like I've not updated it for probably (laughs) two years, so (laughs) it it needs some love. But yeah, I want to have that sorted before I sell the font so that when I'm driving traffic to something, it's driving traffic to something that I'm proud of, you know? And so that's the decision I've made. And it, it gives me a time limit as well. It means that I have to work on the website before I can do the font and I want to do them both. So I'm encouraged to get the website done. So if you, when you, when you have your monthly focus, you say that you still kind of keep and maintain the baseline of, of your output or how much you're publishing, whatever. So I'm trying to think like, how do you logistically do that? Do you sort of at the start of the month, for example, prepare all your content so it's ready to go so that for the rest of the month, you can only focus on your monthly focus or do you combine them and still sort of create the content each week while also working on the monthly focus? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. It might be good if I did all the content at the start of the month, you know, but no, that's not the way I work. I tend to just do it on a week by week basis mm-hmm. uh, as like just something else I need to get done. Like, you know, the fact that a weekend comes around every single week, my video filming day comes around every single week. It's just part of my routine, you know? Yeah. So it's not counted as something special I have to make time for. It's like already there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when I'm making time for things, it's for the monthly focus. Yeah. Right. That's that's what I thought. And that's, I think, what I needed to hear, because that's sort of the situation that I'm in where I have my routine, you know, on Mondays I do this, Tuesdays I kind of do this, like it's kind of already set in my mind. And so rather than taking those away and only doing monthly focus every day, I guess what I have to do is find some time to fit in my monthly focus as part of my weekly routine. Yeah, and it might turn out that if there is literally no space in your routine for anything other than the baseline content production, perhaps you need to look at dropping down the content production. You know, I don't know if this is the case with you, Finn, but just, you know, advice for people Uh in general. uh Make sure you're creating the time and space to push forward and do bigger projects because it's like, it's uh, sort of brings to mind the idea of uh, like a tech company was there's that graph where the more you invest and the more you go like below the line, the more you can actually end up making in the future because you've made that investment. So it's the same thing, but with time and like the level of your projects. If you just invest time into the baseline, like minimum things like making a video, whatever, you're going to grow slowly. But if you invest the time into something that's really cool and like this bigger project that you have in mind, your chances for reaching people and making money or whatever your goal is, is going to increase. Yeah, I love it. And it's it's like the hockey stick graph that you're kind of talking about, right? Like the startup hockey stick graph. Uh, so 
I guess another question I have is how do you choose what your monthly focus is going to be? Like, do you sort of have these broader yearly goals and kind of choose something that aligns within that? Or do you just choose something that you're like, oh, I kind of feel like doing this this month? Or I guess how strategic is the decision making when it comes to choosing what you're going to focus on that month? Yeah, good question. So at the start of every year, I will always set goals for the year because I'm just that kind of person and I just like doing that. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I set these goals and then that's where I choose the monthly focus from. So I'm like, okay, these are the things I want to achieve. How am I going to get them done? Which is the most important one for me first? Okay, we'll go here. I generally don't plan out my whole year of monthly focus up front, although maybe that would be a good idea of a thing to do. But I tend to just decide in the month what my next month focus is going to be and it'll depend on what it needs to be so at some points this year for example my monthly focus had to be building a content buffer because I'd been traveling the previous month and not been able to film as much or something or perhaps I'd used up my buffer and so I had to spend the time focusing on building that back up again so you can be flexible with it you know but um, choosing things that are going to help you meet your goals and so that's why you need goals to start with right so that you know what you need to make your monthly focus Mm -hmm. Yeah, goal setting sounds like a really good place to start. And I haven't yet set my goals for 2018. I don't I don't know if you have, uh, but it's something that I want to do. I think last year, like I did it pretty seriously. And I think the fact that I did it so seriously kind of spooked me off a little bit because I felt uh, so serious. Uh, yep. So this year, I think like last year, I really went for quantity of goals. And I think this year I want to more go for quality of goals and sort of really focus on doing one or two things really, really well. I like that. That seems like a good way to go about it. Last year, I feel like I focused on like goals as in achievements. So like reaching this many subscribers, Uh, like doing uh this many of this thing. This year, I'm going more for projects that I want to complete. So like my goal is to complete this project this year. And I guess I'll set individual goals within each project because I think that's healthy to, you know, set some expectations of what you want to aim for with each thing that you're doing. But overall for 2018, my goals are just projects that I want to get done. Yeah, I think that's a nice way to look at it as well, because I mean, it's you, you, it's a win win. Like it's both like you achieve a goal and it's also an achievement. So yeah, you have a thing at the end of it. Yeah, (laughs) it's nice. Should we go into some questions from our community members? Because we asked if they had any like thoughts or questions on this idea of, of setting a monthly focus, and mm-hmm. it seems like they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diana has asked, do you have a monthly goal for every side project or just one? And then how do you choose it? I know that you guys have many things on your plate, so I'm interested in knowing how to prioritize things. Mm, good question. Yeah. Uh, for me, I set a monthly focus, just one monthly focus. And so it, it kind of just does mean like picking from your, your children, like picking your favorite <laughs> child a little bit because I love all of my side projects equally. But you have to play favorites with monthly focus and in order to get things done, that's how it works, I think. Well, I mean, you can do it however you want, but I would recommend choosing one for the month rather than like one for each side project because then you're in the same position of just, you know, trying to achieve everything all at once. Do you try and balance it out? Like say if one month your monthly focus is something to do with making videos, next month you focus instead on something to do with the podcast or like are you, are you would you be perfectly fine if all of your monthly focuses, for example, were about your website this year? Ooh, good question. I don't think I would because I feel like that would be playing like far too favoritism you know with one project (laughs) yeah I think sub like unconsciously I choose a a monthly focus 
different side projects each month. Um, not not intentionally, but I think that's just the way it works because I feel like, okay, I've pushed far ahead with this one and now I want to switch track and like bring this one up. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking in my mind. So I think that's a good way to do it to kind of make sure everything keeps like you keep pushing the needle for everything, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pushing the needle, but uh, one at a time rather than all at once. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Another question or, or comment that we got is from Nicolans in the community. And he said, for me, it's really easy to put a monthly goal as something that's really basic, such as get an A in math. However, this obviously doesn't make sense because aren't I always striving for this goal anyway? How do you know what's important enough to make your monthly goal and what deserves that time? Hmm. Interesting. What do you think about this one, Charlie? Well, I think this is why I call it monthly focus rather than like a monthly goal. Because instead of it being something that you achieve that month, it's like, where am I putting my time this month? You know what I mean? Right. And I think that that's different to a goal because even even though it is a goal in a way, like to get ahead with content, for example, is a goal. But for me, the concept of the monthly focus is more about, yeah, what am I allowing myself to put more focus on than others? So that's why it's not like a specific thing that I would set as as the monthly focus. Mm, I think that's a really good distinction to make is the difference between a focus and a goal. And I suppose that within your monthly focus, you could set a goal for yourself if you wanted to. But at least from what I've heard from you over the last sort of, you know, 20 minutes or so that we've talked is that it's not really about like achieving something. It's more about prioritizing and and focusing your time and energy on, on a specific uh, project or whatever that you want to work on. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Cause sometimes, in fact, often I don't achieve the thing during that month, you know, but at least I've moved it forward and like pushed that needle. Yeah, exactly. Twinkle asked an interesting question like sort of related to this, how can one manage the monthly focus when there are many unpredictable changes occurring through your life? Do we just push it on to the next month, like the task arrow in the bullet journal system? And also some focus plans look appealing at the time, but when you come down to that month, it seems like that month's focus isn't relevant anymore to everything else. Mm. So it's, I I guess this question is about um, making changes to that monthly focus and allowing the space for that. So I, I think that, this when unpredictable changes occur again because it's a focus and not a goal as long as you're pushing forward on that one thing and if life happens life happens you know what I mean like if you have to change track you change track and that's fine because no one's holding you accountable to this apart from you yeah I think I mean always as soon as you realize something's not working or something's not going well I never like generally I never think that the best thing to do is to try and keep pushing it I I always try and take a step back, reassess. Like, it's not a test, you know, there's no right answer. It's totally okay to course correct and change your monthly focus. You know, this isn't like some rule list that you have to follow to to do the monthly focus perfectly. And if I'm correct, Charlie, last year there were even some months that you didn't even do the monthly focus, right? Like, you didn't do it consistently every single month. So I, I think it just comes down to, like, you know, you have to consider what's going on in your life right now, like, and and what's going on with your other projects and just make that smart decision and make the best decision for yourself. And if it comes that, you know, maybe the monthly focus that you set when it comes to the time, you're not super enthusiastic about it, then change it. It's fine. It's your projects. You can do what you want. And I think it's better to choose something that you're excited to work on than trying to stick with, with the idea that you chose maybe a month ago that you're no longer enthusiastic about. Totally agree. It's 
it's like meant to be a tool to help you move forward with your projects. It's not meant to be like this super confining, restricted thing that makes you work on things you don't want to work on. Like it's meant to help you move forward with the things you want to move forward on. And so if the thing you want to move forward on changes, change your monthly focus. That's fine. Mm -hmm. We had one last question from Michael, which I don't know, I, I definitely relate to this. And he said, how do you deal with staying on track when you come across something else that makes you super tempted to focus on that new thing instead? I've definitely had this before where I get distracted by like something else shiny that looks really exciting and interesting and you kind of drop the ball on the existing thing that you're doing. So I don't know, that can be really hard to try and stay focused on something when something else kind of interesting comes along. But I think what I try and do is finish the thing that I'm currently working or focusing on before like jumping the, the shark to the new thing. Yeah, and like check in with yourself and just be sure like, okay, I chose this thing for a reason. I chose this monthly focus for a reason because I really wanted to achieve this thing. So I don't want to let this new exciting thing get in the way of that if, if it's still something I want to do. So I'm just going to write down like this new exciting thing as next month's focus and know that I can work on it then. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Just always, like in general, it's always good to write things down as well. Like when you get an idea or something that you want to, that you think you want to work on in future, it's always a good idea to write it down so you can remind yourself of it later. Yeah, agreed. What, I don't know, Fem, is there anything that you really want to achieve in, in 2018 that you think setting monthly focus could help with? I definitely do want to redo my website and mm -hmm. not just from a design perspective, but also just from a like marketing and organizational perspective. Like I'm not super yeah. happy with it at the moment. Um, so I definitely want to do that. That's one of my goals. And I've been trying to decide whether I want to like either build it myself or I've been considering Webflow because I've been hearing really good things about it. I know you've used it. Um, oh, can I button here and say that's what I'm going to sure. use for my new website. Oh, really? Okay. So yep. maybe I'll look into it a little bit more. I've been thinking about it. Um, so that's probably like my big goal, but I know that that won't take me the entire year. So I have to have a little bit of a think about like, okay, once I've got this like new website, what do I want to do with it? Uh, so I'm sort of trying to think about that as well. And something else that I would love to do, and I have been wanting to do this for over a year, is get ahead in my weekly articles. Right. Because I write them on the week, every week, yep. and I've been doing that for over a year, and it's really stressful. And I've been saying over and over that I, I need to get ahead, like I need to create a buffer. And I really, really actually for real need to do that this year. And <laughs> especially I think um, like with my recent-ish new job, like I've become a lot more busy in my life. And so I think in order for my weekly articles to stay sustainable, it's just something that I have to do because I am I find that I have less and less time throughout the week to focus on it, but I really want to keep it going. I have a tip for you then. How about for January, you make getting ahead with your uh -huh. articles yeah. the focus? Yeah. Like write two a week instead of one. I know. I really should do that. Yeah. Yes, you should. And I will <laughs> hold you to it. <laughs> what about you? Anything to share? Um, I guess the three biggest things I want to achieve this year are getting my new website up, getting my font out and public speaking, like, you know, doing things to move that forward and to, to try and get some more public speaking gigs I guess um I, I want to be careful not to set too many goals this year like I did last year because 
I do a lot of travel and I already have a lot of trips scheduled for 2018. Like I think I'm only actually going to be at home in London for about three or four weeks out of the first three months of the year. Wow, Charlie. Wow. I know. So I want to make sure that I realize that and recognize that and set that as like one of my intentions because I'm loving this remote work traveling lifestyle. And so I'm sort of planning some content, I suppose, around that travel, like some more. I I tend to vlog when I go away, but I want to make like more of a series about remote working in in different countries. And so I'm setting that as like a, a piece of content, like a project I want to do this year because it will fit around all of the travel that I'm going to be doing, you know. So rather than setting a lot of goals that are things that I sort of need to work on focusing at home, I'm setting things that I can do while I'm traveling. I think it's a great example of how to sort of choose a goal or or a focus that sort of aligns with your lifestyle, I suppose, Mm. you know. So I, I don't know, I think that's awesome. I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm really also glad to hear that you're acknowledging that you're going to be away from home and that the situation is going to be different. And, you know, having your optimistic, ambitious plan of continuing your side projects as normal while you're traveling, as you and I both know, is just not super realistic. So I think I think it's admirable that you are taking this into consideration when it comes to planning for the year. Oh, good. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. This has been good to talk about. I'm really excited for 2018. You know, I just think that it's going to be a good one. I just have a good feeling about it. That's good. Yeah, I'm also really looking forward to it. It's it's going to be fun. And I'm excited for what we're going to do on the podcast this year. We definitely want to like put out more and more episodes that are relevant to you, person listening. So if there's anything in particular that you would find really useful to hear us chat about that would help you out this year with, with your goals or whatever you're trying to achieve, then let us know. We're at DesignLifeFM on Twitter and yeah. Tweet us, DM us, share your thoughts. If you want to have more in-depth discussions with us, then you can join the community. Head on nice over. Segue. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, head on over to designlife.fm slash community. And over there, you can join the community and have discussions with us and other community members about all different types of creativity, goal setting, ambitious talks. So feel free to go and check that out if you're interested. Yeah, I would love to have you. If you want to hear more of our episodes, because there's a lot of them now you can head to designlife.fm and listen to our back catalogue and I think that's it right Fem just have a good year have a good 2018 yeah we hope that you have a great year and thanks for kicking your year off by listening to our episode yeah yeah exactly cool well Fem have a good well Christmas because we haven't had that yet (laughs) just to go back to the past for a second (laughs) and I'll talk to you soon in the new year all right see you later bye